On today's episode... I've never been a big like pajamas person for whatever reason. I don't know. I But I have worn a lot more shorts during this for sure. I guess as it got crazy hot like you were just talking about. Do you remember when it was adorable when someone was like, look, it's my dog. And now if someone's like, oh, it's just my dog. Everyone's like, we get it. You have a dog. You're at home. Yeah. Oh, we just learned something about Caleb. <laughs> Listen, yeah. someone wakes up screaming, could be the baby, could be me, hard to say. And you, before you know it, the, you got to hop in the car and get to work. That's true. It's ASAP, a Strategic America podcast. And this is the theme song. And we don't have much time, just need it ASAP. Okay, thanks, bye. All right. Let's welcome everybody back to another episode of ASAP, a Strategic America podcast. Um, I am Anna. I work in the Strategic Communications Department. And not only are you getting a new episode today, you're getting the whole dang team. So if everybody wants to go ahead and introduce themselves, please feel free. I'm Casey. I work in the creative department. You've heard me on other episodes. And yeah. Hello. I'm Caleb in media. You've also heard me on other episodes. So welcome. I'm Kristen. I'm a client manager in the client strategy and service. You've also heard me on the podcast. I'm Bree, and I work in the interactive services department. And yeah, you've heard me, but <laughs> you may have not heard me for a while because I got back from maternity leave and then COVID hit. So, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Just Ooh. a crazy year for Bree, all around. <laughs> I'm, I'm Joe. You guys have heard me before as well. I work in the creative department with Casey and others as well. And I believe you've heard me too. And I'm Sherry. I work in strategic communications and you've never heard my voice before. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you've heard us all. Well, yeah. all and aren't they lucky? Not, not one of us. Yes. Right? I'm Josh and I work in the creative department with Joe and Casey, but I do more of the back end stuff. So most of the time you don't hear me, but I make everyone else sound good. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. You fix our mistakes. There's so many. Uh, so many. Do we make mistakes? We don't. Never. Never. <laughs> Not if we can't hear them. True. Never write it down. That's what I say. And never record it. So let's get recording. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, talk about COVID, like Casey said, and just kind of what a crazy first half of the year we've had. So we obviously know it's really. Um, serious and important and we are doing our best as an organization to distance and wear masks and stay healthy but um, there's been a lot of funny weird stuff along the way so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today you guys ready yeah Yeah. let's do it yes okay um does anybody remember what life was like before any of this happened i've seen pictures (laughs) (laughs) i've heard tales i have proof yeah, so I, I have looked back through pictures though, and it's like, how did all of this stuff happen in this time that I was just trapped in my home, like where there was snow on the ground? I've seen seedlings grow in my basement. Now they're out in the yard. Now there's butterflies on them. It's it's insane how much time has passed. We were able to travel. I went on a vacation in February to warm Arizona, and it was COVID was just like a glimmer in the universe of something that we thought would never, ever happen. I had heard about it, but here we are now happening. (laughs) Happening. I'm in Casey's boat a little bit. I feel like I've looked back through like various social feeds or just stuff that's on my phone and been like, yeah, that happened while we were 
home dealing with all of this and in a weird way it's interesting to like see that kind of stuff we did a lot of gardening too casey on our end um and it's wild like now all that stuff has got you know our tomatoes have tomatoes and all this stuff has been going on and it started when we started work from home at sa which has been i don't know are we five what how many months in are we now I don't four, know, but four I, months? when I started, eight million, yeah, yeah four months, something like I that. I started and now have my ninety-day review, like whenever that was last week or something <laughs> like that, Joe. So it's been at least ninety days. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Josh was here. He, the good sport he is, he was here for two weeks, and we got the call that was like, "Hey, we're gonna begin work from home in a couple days," and we kind of got him situated with all his stuff. But I will say, um, I feel like everybody's transition fairly well that's kind of an interesting piece of it too of like how people have adjusted to being in that space now i know we've some of us have kind of returned back to the office now but um i don't know how how did that go for everybody that like adjustment of going from your office to home and all the equipment stuff and all that craziness crazy well, I, yeah i didn't have a desk until two weeks ago so my back hurts that's oh. a new thing in my life yeah I just have like a lot of calls that have either ended or began or were interrupted by my dog barking or my <laughs> child crying. And thankfully, I mean, it's not like we're the only company that ex- is experiencing it. So luckily sure. our clients and everyone we've been talking to is understanding of the fact that a dog might be barking at the mailman when he comes by every day. Do you remember when it was adorable when someone was like, look, it's my dog. And now if someone's like, oh, it's just my dog. Everyone's like, we get it. You have a dog. You're at home. Or we thought like, oh, this is cool to have like all these Zoom happy hours or like fun things. I really hate Zoom. Like I don't want to have a conference call over video anymore after this. I just want to hug a person. (laughs) I never wanted to do that, but I appreciate that you want to do that. The loss of hugs has been like kind of depressing. Once you, once you then you like you get a hug from someone who's not an immediate family member, it's like oh, oh, dang. Yeah, or just seeing like commercials or things in the media where there's like people in groups, and now my mm-hmm. like immediate thought is like, yeah, you can't do that anymore, and that's like that makes me sad. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. I have like COVID dreams where I'll be having a normal dream, and then there will be like let's say a group of people or something. And then the dream gets interrupted by me being like, oh, my gosh, why are there so many people together wearing their masks? And it's great. I love it so much. Holy cow. (laughs) I've actually talked to other people who have had that experience, not just me. Sorry. Go ahead, Casey. You're you're right. I wondered um, when everyone kind of realized how serious it was. Like, was it when the office said go home or was it like what was the tipping point for you? Mm-hmm. So this is so goofy, but like one of our clients, a, a dude that we like, he's, I'd argue, a more competent client. He was taking this deadly seriously and said, we're going to have to make big changes starting right away. Like, but it, but it's like late February. What are you talking about? This hasn't even, he's like, no, this is coming. I mean, we need to do something now. And it was kind of like, well, that's kind of really. And then like, yeah. looking at it, it was like, oh, this is actually really bad. Oh, no. Kind of that dread that then just hung over March and yeah. January. Oh. I it was such a, oh, go ahead. It was such a tiered process, I feel like. Like the office closed. Well, we heard about it, but it was overseas. And then the first case in the U.S. And then 
the office closed and then it was like, oh God, it's in Iowa. And it just, looking back, it all happened over such a short amount of time, but it felt like a century um, long. Like what, what are we going to do? What is the call here? Are we going to close the office? What's going to happen? But it all happened so fast that it just kind of feels like a blink now. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. When uh, I all of a sudden started developing anxiety of going to the grocery store, that was oh new. Oh, gosh. And yeah. Yeah, like, that's not a thing you ever thought you might experience, but you had to set a game plan before entering, yeah. you know. And or just like the endless amounts of hand sanitizer and the toilet paper shortage, like oh so gosh, many yeah. levels of fear surrounding that beginning part of it that now I feel like have gotten a little bit better, but still, yeah. I mean, I just went to the grocery store the other day and it's like the, the no mask wears the, I, if I put hand sanitizer on every few aisles, I feel better. <laughs> like it just <laughs> never ending. Hot tip that I have discovered. I just take a Lysol wipe with me to the grocery store and use that to pick things up. You know, I still can't find Lysol wipes near me. I can't either. I can't either. Besides it worked because we got one on our welcome back kit. So I have some here. Uh, I have... Oh, go ahead, Joe. I was just going to say, I remember like when we first started paying close attention, I think was when I, my wife has two sisters that are in college and they were overseas. They were in Spain when things were starting to pick up and like they were getting anxious. They hadn't canceled the program for study abroad for that semester, but they were getting anxious about it and anxious about it. And the numbers kept rising and like borders were starting to close and they got out. Like, I think it was either one or two days before they closed the border for travel. So they almost got stuck. And I remember like the communication back and forth and seeing that and then, you know, their family basically quarantining for the, for the two weeks following it and just all of that. And it was like, Oh yeah, this is getting kind of crazy. That was a whole different level. Cause it was right around spring break time too. Like, People not knowing if they'd be able to get back or be stuck mm-hmm. somewhere. The madness with the grocery shopping, the fear of like working and being around people. God, there's so many things. Yeah. And like when they were true. like, you can be in a meeting with 25 people. You can be in a meeting with 10 people. It was like all in the span of a day. They're like, yeah, for yeah. one of our huge clients, there were there was this big event that was supposed to be taking place in Vegas in March. And that I remember them saying it was still on. And then literally the next day it was declared a global pandemic. So then they had sent out communication the day before saying like event is still on. We understand if you don't want to go. And then the next day they had to retract the email and say it's canceled now. And then after that, it was just like. March Madness, everything just piled on after that. And it was like, I can't believe we're living in a world where all of these things are canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I think maybe the time that I, it was right before the office closed, but um, at the time I was dating long distance and not doing that anymore. Um, but I was going to pick up uh, my boyfriend from the airport and I was like, oh no, I don't, after this is over, I don't know when we're going to see each other again. So. That was the that was the moment on floor drive where I was like, hmm. <laughs> and then you hit a pothole and you yeah. thought about how bad the roads are. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you can't go down floor without thinking that. Down <laughs> one lane. <laughs> it's weird how often they're doing construction on that road, and it just never feels better. <laughs> true. It's just always true. <laughs> one of these days. So as we started transitioning to like work from home. What 
what did you do? What did you take with you? Did you feel like you were leaving a burning building or <laughs> kind of, I remember walking out with, um, one of our coworkers and I had my monitor. She had like her keyboard sticking out of her backpack. We were holding papers, like both of us mm-hmm. walking with all of our stuff. And I was like, this is insanity, but you really just take your cords, take your monitor, take your keyboard. Don't forget your dongle for your mouse. And everybody's just like, Oh yeah. Walking around with loads of tech. No, I just freaked out one morning in our stand-up, and I'm like, listen, I've never been on Teams. Um, Ronnie says it's pretty cool. I'm going to download Teams, and I'm freaking out, and I'm going to go home. And then Ronnie helped me get my monitors, and I'm just like, bye, guys. And, yeah, it was just falling things to my car. You're totally right, Casey. That was, I mean, in the exact same boat. Like, like, I don't, I mean, I was doing a thing where I was, you know, starting the day a little bit later on Thursday because I was just doing some work from home so I could get work done. Like, I'm just going to stay here. I, I have my stuff. I, I have another monitor. I can make it work. I don't need to get anything else. I don't need to be in the office right now. Yeah. And that's just kind of continued. Yeah, since I was on Sorry, PTO, man. I just had my laptop and I still I only just had my laptop. So I'm here. You know, happens. I, uh, Anna, I, you only have had your laptop for like four months? Yeah, a magician. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh, Kristen, what a good worker. I also uh, just have it. I don't have like a desk space either at my home. So I've just been back and forth between the kitchen table and the couch. And so if, if I had a better solution for our current living situation, I would have built an office had I known that this was going to last this long. But yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, when we all left, how long did you think that we were going to be gone for? Because I remember it being indefinite in the email, like, we're going to work from home. But there is no way that I thought we were still going to be at home four months later. Mm-hmm. No, I thought maybe a couple of weeks at the most. Yeah. At the most. Yeah, same. Yeah, I didn't anticipate that either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you keep thinking time. about it. Like, you keep thinking, like... At least the first couple months, I feel like you kept thinking that like maybe you'd see the things start to level off or like a downward trend. And now we're kind of in a lot of places seeing like the second wave come through. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. I remember, Casey, when you did that, too, and you're gathering your stuff and you're testing teams. And it was kind of it was kind of funny because in our department, it was like people were just patching into calls. So, like, I heard Casey calling Ronnie and testing it. And then, like, somebody else jumped on the call. And we were all it was funny how quick I think people adapted to working that way, too. Um, I know it's got its challenges and all the other fun with it. But um, that was kind of interesting. I thought everybody just jumped and was like, all right, let's do this. Mm -hmm. Casey's freaking out. Let's all freak out. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't remember it as you freaking out either, but just like you were, you were like, you know what, we're going to learn this. So we did, man. Well, I do think that's something interesting to point out too. Like our company specifically has been so known for being so culturally oriented and family oriented and so close and relationship builders. And I think that's why for so long it was like, we don't want people to work remotely or work from home or just not you know, we didn't have that flexibility before, but then when you're kind of forced into it, everyone just had to adapt very quickly. And it, we've all had to do that. And I think we've proven that we can do that. So we know we can. Mm-hmm. Right. When push comes to shove. Honestly, it felt like on the whole, I mean, a few tech issues here and there, but like it seemed like a very smooth transition. I mean, it wasn't like 
like, oh, we're dropping these projects. Like, well, I mean, everything's on a server. And if you can access the server, there's not a whole lot of difference from your office at work versus your office at home. And it, I don't know. I, I was impressed at how well it went. I mean, I just kind of expected a few more hiccups or issues. And it's, it's been so seamless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, SA also has had many new employees start during this yeah. whole pandemic, which I think is a, if you think about it, it's a lot harder to onboard somebody remotely. Uh, and so many of us have gone through that process. And one of these days when we're all back together, it will be interesting to meet people in person that you just met through the little screen on yeah. your laptop. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, too, I think, I, and Caleb kind of alluded to it, and Kristen, you did too, when you were talking about just the culture of SA and how we work. But I, I felt like super... Um, thankful to just for how SA has handled a lot of this. Like we've had a lot of really good communication through the, the organization. I mean, for a long, long time, we were having meetings twice a week with the CEO, top down, communicating what was going on, um, keeping three everybody posted. Yeah, well, yeah, we started it three times and then went back. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we saw emails from leadership today on various things. I mean, they, it's, I don't know, it's, it's just reinforced to me, you know, I've, I've been here a little under three years, I guess, and a lot of you guys have seen a lot more of SA than I have, but. Um, it's reinforced the kind of place it is and going through something crazy like this. I don't know. I've just felt super fortunate too. And the, the work that we've done for clients during this to, I think, help with the situation, um, has been encouraging to me too. You know, I know Sherry, we worked on some Dorothy's house stuff early on to try and help them out, um, with some fundraising and just some of the projects that have come in and where SA has placed its, um, kind of its muscle behind has been really cool to see too. Yeah, from a work standpoint, I feel like nothing stopped it. It just got crazier. Like yeah. all of our yeah. creative, you guys were going crazy trying to shift everything. I know working in social media, Anna and I were dying because we literally for every single client had to completely reshift and completely redo everything we had had planned. Um, so even there, like dealing with COVID and dealing with a new workspace and dealing with like the influx of so much new work as well. It was, wow, crazy times. Still is, but. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, like going forward, did you guys enjoy work from home? I mean, I know we're still working on transitioning back to work and being safe and all that, but someday in the future, when it is safe for all of us to work at the office together, will you still want to work from home sometimes? Yeah, I think it's nice to have it as like an option when things are happening. And it's just, I feel like I kind of have proven to myself, which people at SA were like, you didn't have to prove it to me. I knew you could work from home, but like just to know I could like, you know, sit and get all my work done at home was kind of like, okay. So if something was happening at home, I could stay there and actually still work. It was kind of, Nice to figure that out about myself. No, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Casey. It was a nice, I mean, yeah, being able to prove to yourself that you can actually be as productive, same or even more depending in the home environment was kind of big and sort of proving that mm-hmm. our agency as a whole could do that was, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's nice to be like, oh, yeah, we actually sort of, we have this flexibility. And there was, I mean, if you don't see someone on a day-to-day basis, you wouldn't even know that they weren't in the office. So. Mm-hmm. To me, that was kind of, I don't know, it felt kind of liberating, like, gosh, yeah, maybe I, maybe it would be okay working like four days in, one day out or something once things do go back to normal. 
I was gonna say too. You know, we kind of alluded to it, but like I had like the interesting perspective of being there for a week and a half before everything transitioned to being home, and um, like I feel like the first week that we were on teams, I felt like I got to know more people than I did working just you know the first week there because if you didn't work with somebody one on one, like for example, I worked with Joe mostly, but I didn't get to like meet a ton more people just because I wasn't working with them, but you got to see everyone's personality come out through teams um, with our, you know, daily standups. And so I thought that was just cool because, you know, they got to know me and I got to know them just through, you know, a video conferencing platform, which is completely ridiculous to think that that was a way to get to know somebody, you know, in 2020, but, you know, it worked. Like the nineties. again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Back. We're going to get AOL instant messenger back on this baby. <laughs> Heck yeah, set your away messages now. (laughs) Make them clever. (laughs) Can we customize our screen names and teams? Oh, I'm sure. Probably. (laughs) I was going to say the same thing to kind of what Caleb and Casey have said. For me, it was nice to know that like on a day-to-day basis, work from home was a possibility. I'd worked from home a handful of times before this um, as an editor and just trying to get projects done. And I think like looking forward, if, if this wasn't an issue and we were just deciding if we wanted to work from home because of whatever reason, I think for me, like, you know, if the project necessitated and we had some crazy deadline and I had to stay like hyper-focused on one thing for an entire day, I might consider that. But I do miss a lot of like the interaction of seeing, I mean, like a lot of you guys, I saw Andy today who folks may remember Andy from this podcast, you know, on earlier episodes, you hear him in the intros and other pieces of it. But I saw Andy today for the first time in months. And it was like, and I found myself asking him questions that I probably wouldn't normally um, just cause I hadn't seen him in forever. And I was like, how are you doing, man? And um, I don't know. I, I've forgotten that I miss folks until I see them to an extent, but um, I don't know. Oh, We're going to give everyone a chance to miss us for a little bit. We're going to <laughs> take a quick break. <laughs> we'll take a quick break and we'll be back. You're going to miss us. Love what you've heard so far on ASAP? Follow us on social media by searching Strategic America. You can also sign up for our newsletter and check out new blogs at strategicamerica.com. Now back to the show. Uh, so we're back and we kind of wanted to talk about what's on everyone's mind pants. Are you wearing them? It's on my mind. <laughs> I think it's it on your leg. I'm, I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing shorts as well. Me too. It's warm out there. It is warm out there. Have you shifted throughout the pandemic? Were you like, I'm going to be a professional every day, then I'll feel like I'm at work? Or. <laughs> I tried that. Try I don't to know work, but I yeah, I try to keep my beauty routine or like brush my hair. But there for a while, the only loads of laundry I was doing was like all pajamas. I was like, I didn't even know I had this many pairs of sweatpants. Maybe <laughs> like the seasonality too, because really when this all started, oh, it was yeah. still really cold, and now we're yeah. in like ninety nine and humid every day. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I've never been that big like pajamas person for whatever reason. I don't know. I But I have worn a lot more shorts during this for sure. I guess as it got crazy hot like you were just talking about. I don't know. I did dress more casually. I mean, there were a lot more t-shirts and things like that. But yeah, there were there were some form of acceptable clothing items on me that I could actually go out in public with. So 
Well, that's I'm kind of with you. I mean, I've been doing the shorts thing mostly to distinguish between work time and not work time. It's like, ah, done with the day. Shorts off, different shorts on. (laughs) I this is so strange, Uh, but like the few times that I get to go to the grocery store or something, I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna put on jeans and a real shirt and some Rothies, and I'm an adult. And then I get home and I'm like, pajamas. <laughs> no, Aiden, that's so funny because like I was always of the like like kind of not like disdainful of people that dressed up to go out to like their grocery store, but like it's the grocery store. Who are you dressing up for? But now it's like, oh, I'm going out. Do you guys <laughs> ever have though where like my dad has to dress up every day for work? And so when he would come home for work, jeans were his like comfy clothes. And I'm like, no, no, jeans are jeans are just as much pants with a button and zipper as work pants. So that's yes. it doesn't they're still uncomfortable. So yeah. leggings or some sort of shorts or comfy clothes are where I've been the whole time. Button free. Button free. Button free. Yes. Yeah. Button free is the, the way to be. No, that's yep. a good call. Elastic waistband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the necessity. I saw somewhere on I don't I don't have any stats to back this up, but I saw on Facebook that somebody said that the average American has gained 16 pounds since the start of quarantine, which sounds like a lot, I will add. But yeah, like, whoever did that study should use their math skills for something more productive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How rude. That's true. <laughs> like, very true. I don't know. Does no one else stress lose weight? Because, <laughs> like, stress, it's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Could you imagine being on the team that's like cold calling during COVID to ask people about their weight gains? Oh, <laughs> if I received oh a call God. like that, I would hang up immediately. Oh. I had, speaking of Facebook, I had somebody from college who's selling, I think, Beachbody now that hit me up in Messenger and was like under the guise of like, how you doing? What's going on? Like, and I'm like, oh, dude, like, and I know what you're doing. I've seen you do it. But come on, man. Don't hit me when I'm down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just let me be. You know let me eat. I'm kind of excited that pants. a man is getting, you know, multi-level marketing schemed at. Yeah, that's I'm progressive. That, that feels about time. That is progressive. My God, look! It is about time. Make all of your bad guys. That actually them. might be a huge positive from all of this. I don't think I've seen any huge like massive multi-level marketing like new initiatives that have come out during this time what a great thing there you go we're keeping everybody on track (laughs) that is a positive should we talk about toilet paper now (laughs) i I love the time (laughs) well pants toilet paper tangentially related (laughs) they have it now Uh, how many rolls do you have right now don't ask me that. I just bought a bulk order of. T- I have forty-seven rolls of toilet paper right now. Bamboo. I was gonna say if I remember, it was bamboo toilet paper. It is. It's bamboo. It's like eco-friendly toilet paper, and if you buy in bulk, it's better for the environment because there's less shipping. So I will have toilet paper for a long time. But I did not hoard it. I had one roll during quarantine at a time. It was horrible. So. Some of- some of you heard this story. We got like super lucky because um, I was digging around. We weren't like out, but we were getting to the point where it was like, okay, we should probably start looking because a lot of places don't have this. And I opened up my wife's trunk and was like going through it, cleaning stuff out. And there was like a 12 pack of toilet paper that had been in the back of her car for God knows how long, which is ridiculous. But it was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. 
Small wins for the day. <laughs> my mom Money dropped sick. toilet paper off at my house one day, just dropped it on the front step. It was a drive-by toilet paper Aww. drop-off. <laughs> a true gift during these times, though. <laughs> yeah. The True. Dollar Tree or the Dollar General in Dallas Center had toilet paper, and she's like, "I'm getting you some. It's big time. It's coming in at 6 a.m. I'll get you some toilet paper." And I was grateful because I didn't have a hoard of toilet paper, and now maybe I will. Yeah, Casey, I, had- I remember you were like helping your social media followers. You're like, oh, "Hey, boy. toilet paper at this Hy-Vee in Johnston." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god!" Mm-hmm. I would do it all I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can. <laughs> I also had people like dropping off toilet paper to me because like I said, I didn't buy toilet paper before for like, I don't know, six months because I lived alone. And then I had one roll left and people would come and just like, like here's a roll of toilet paper. Aww. You're going to be okay. And sometimes they brought cookies too. So, you know, kind of a win-win on my part. That's nice. I see you people are getting the days and now like really what did you say now. yes uh, people are getting bidets installed my my friend got a bidet he he's like i'm ready for the next <laughs> pandemic let me the tell evolution. you they are life-changing i had one <laughs> before the pandemic it. even started oh okay yeah, yeah it i got one for christmas as a white elephant gift okay that's an <laughs> expensive white elephant gift day well kind of like 60 bucks so it's not like as expensive as you think because they're just like they're add-ons to your toilet. So you basically just pop off your toilet seat mm. and put it on top of it or like mm. the toilet seat on top of the bidet essentially and then hook it up to your toilet's water supply or you can get the hot water one that goes to your sink too. Um, but yeah, I never really had any issues with running out of toilet paper because you use less when you have a bidet. Well, and that brings us to your today's life. sponsor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we might be going down a dark path here. <laughs> if you're out there, though, and you would like to sponsor this podcast, I, yeah. I encourage Anna. You're right. We yeah. all take sponsor. <laughs> Sam. That would be incredible. Oh, man. We could give reviews. Thanks, money. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything like I know there's a few things that I've thought of through this time that I'm kind of hopeful that stick around like once this all settles down and life gets on to whatever life is going to be once we've figured out how to manage this thing. Is there anything you guys have a, like come into mind that like you hope is is here to stay that has changed since we got into this whole COVID craziness? I'm going to jump in on this because um, it's also a good PSA. Wear a mask if you're sick. If you think you're sick, just wear a mask. It's so easy. It's great. And the more we do it, the more it's A-OK, the better. Hey, even if you're not sick, still wear a mask. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And there are so many fashion-forward options. True. Mm -hmm. You don't have to smile at people. And if you, I saw a thing that was like, I don't know why people don't want to wear masks. Because if you wear a mask and a pair of sunglasses, you're basically wearing a disguise. And therefore, no one will know you or talk to you. Put in the headphones, too. It's the ultimate do not talk to me. It's great. Incredible. I think I one actually, thing I'm finding, though, about this time that, like, I think everyone maybe just needed, like, the world just needed a moment to breathe. And maybe it's a worldwide moment, so it's taking a lot longer. <laughs> but I feel like you're just, you're valuing more of the time at home or there's, less to go do and things to do and go 
do or places to go on the weekends because you're just can't really do much. So you get to either enjoy the time that you have with your family a little bit more or, or they've driven you all nuts by this point, mm-hmm. um, which is also an accurate depiction, but I feel like it just, everyone kind of slowed down and it was kind of nice to just have like a little slow down for a little bit. That's so yeah. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've liked getting outside more. Like, Mm-hmm. Uh, another tweet I saw that was like, I've become a Victorian woman who just looks forward to her daily brisk walk. <laughs> I feel like that's where I was at. I, I'm not really an outdoorsy person, but when there's nothing else to do. I feel like uh, nature really took some strides during this whole yeah. thing. I mean, the waters cleared up and yeah. you know, animals <laughs> replenished. Yeah, let's breathe, keep that again, going. That's weird. Yeah. We had worse air quality here after the 4th of July than LA did. So wow. if that tells you anything about us. Yeah, right. I remember seeing that like uh, there was like an air quality warning. I get like weather warnings on my phone. I'm sure you guys get those too. But I saw like an air quality warning that came through. And I was wondering if that was like the 4th of July stuff or if it was the weird Saharan dust thing that was going across mm-hmm. the country at a certain time. I don't know if that came through here or yeah. not, but... Does that still happen? I I don't know. I remember seeing a lot of it online that it was like moving towards the U.S., but I don't know if it ended up over top or not. I just remember seeing that and thinking, man, we lit off a heck of a lot of fireworks, I guess. Just really celebrating summer over here. (laughs) (laughs) We can't go anywhere. What else are you going to do? Literally burn your money. Awesome. (laughs) That's true. I have that's the nice thing that's been part of like staying home is saving money. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed that. I've also enjoyed not having to pay interest on my student loans because of the package. So my money has been going a lot further. Mm. <laughs> so I'll Can I that. tell you guys something super weird and it could just be a mental thing, but I feel like my coffee tastes so much better in a mug than like a to-go container. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to 100%. just drink it out of a cup instead of like carry it with me and spill it on my shirt and spill it in my car and like and not cold to have time that little that. morning commute too just being able to like wake up and kind of casually take your time to get to work mm-hmm. just yeah you enjoy your coffee a little bit more mm-hmm. i have been a fan of that too that just that little time it's been nice to just get rolling sorry caleb go ahead man no no it's all good i mean you're not you don't have to sacrifice your shower to get to work anymore like you could just take a shower like you just do that anytime throughout the day it's great oh we just learned something about caleb <laughs> listen shower sacrifice. someone wakes up screaming could be the baby could be me hard to say and you, before you know it the, you gotta hop in the car and get to work that's true i get that you do what you can that's all we we're, can we're all do. doing yeah that's right <laughs> also Sorry, man. I was no, just you gonna go. say really quick. Have you guys like done cleaning on your lunch break? Like, I'm just gonna do the dishes real quick. I feel like my house is so clean now. I was so I was so worthless when I went into work, but now I live in a palace. No, I feel like the I, little stuff, like like small dusting, small cleaning dishes, small stuff like that is getting done more. Not like the big clean because I don't know if I got time for that, but you know, small stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I mine has been a little worse because like usually I'll meal prep at the beginning of the week and then all my dishes will be done. But now I'm like, oh, I'm I'm home for lunch. I'll just I'll just make some pasta and then more dishes. 
<laughs> I, uh, I've been a little bit in that boat with you, Caleb. I think like little stuff throughout the day, just like, and like you're talking about Kristen, I've done dishes through on a lunch break or just pop up for a minute and like drop laundry or switch laundry or put a tiny bit away. I mean, I feel like the house doesn't look any different because we live with a toddler right now. So it, it's going to look like insanity regardless of what we do to a certain extent, but sure, it's sure. been nice to have a little bit of that to feel like you're making tiny bits of progress through the day. It's inspiring me. I'm going to throw in a load of laundry after this. <laughs> Which you can do because, like, you're still – I mean, it's like taking a water break, but a laundry break. Right. Yeah, be all pajamas. All pajamas all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Should we wrap this up? Do you have anything you want to leave so. our listeners with? <laughs> I'm going to echo Caleb here. Wear a mask. Yes. Oh, sorry. Be kind to to other people. Be kind to yourself. Yeah, that's very important. Try. Be nice. Be kind. We'll, We'll talk to you guys later. ASAP, a Strategic America podcast, is produced inside the walls of Strategic America, a marketing agency located in West Des Moines, Iowa. Visit strategicamerica.com slash ASAP for more.